0: This episode of the Beauté by ABIC podcast is brought to you by Luminous. Hello and welcome to the Beauté by ABIC podcast, your online support community for the aesthetic and beauty industry. Here, we are strengthening and unifying the industry through representation, innovation and education. This is a platform created and dedicated to the aesthetic and beauty industry, valuing unity and advancement. We serve to represent, support and inspire you by connecting you with industry experts, expanding your knowledge through educational pieces and bringing you the latest industry news. This is Beauté by Abig. I'm your host, Stephanie Miller, and today's guest is Sarah Hudson for Luminous. Sarah has been a leading and respected aesthetic practitioner for over 25 years. Frequently invited to share her knowledge at industry events, work groups, seminars and panels, Sarah is renowned for her expertise in the field of RF skin needling, IPL, medical grade laser and LED light therapies and has been featured across industry and consumer media from print to television. Sarah is also a key opinion leader for Luminous and Tri-Lift, the world's first dynamic muscle stimulation technology, treating all layers of the face to deliver a face-like effect without surgery. Sarah's reputation for excellence stems from her best practice procedures, attributed to the continued investment in high level training and qualifications. Sarah ensures she maintains a broad in-depth knowledge of skin physiology and conditions. She is also trusted by well-known dermatology and plastic surgery clinics to implement and advise on best practices in skin health. And as an industry educator, Sarah is a spokesperson for the latest advancements in aesthetic skincare. Sarah's success is largely attributed to working closely with her clients. Through active listening and learning about the behaviour of unique skin types and conditions, Sarah has developed a specialised culture within her clinic which has afforded her a cult status. Proving her professional skills as both an aesthetic practitioner and clinical educator, skin rejuvenation and transformation are the hallmarks of Sarah Hudson here to discuss how to effectively target and treat the key components of facial aging for Luminous. Today, we welcome Sarah Hudson, accompanied by Jessica Sluga from Luminous. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah and Jess. How are you both? Great. Thank you.
1: Good. Thanks, Stephanie.
0: It's so lovely to have you we've got an amazing session today all about skin about patience, about the client journey and of course about wonderful technology, but before we start
2: Sarah and Jess tell us a little
0: bit about yourself we can start with you Sarah.
2: Thanks so much for having me today on the podcast. I'm really excited to speak about TriLift and I thought I'd start a little bit with my about some of my history and what actually brought me to invest in the technology. My career has actually been centered around salon and also clinic management. I've had my own business for 15 years. But previous to that, I was a lecturer and trainer in both undergraduate and postgraduate education, including working for Dermalogica and also the Dermal Institute as well. I've been a clinical educator for RF technology, so I knew really great results that we'd seen previously with using RF microneedling. But it's really my skills as a skin clinician and also as a business owner and a skincare owner that really allows me to connect with a lot of our ABIC community and to really speak from my heart on exactly the results that I see with the technology that I use.
0: No, oh, that's lovely and of course ABIC and yourself we've done some great things together. You spoke at our conference last year as well which was such a great speech and such a wonderful presentation and today we also have Jess with us from Luminous. Jess tell us all about yourself.
1: Yeah, so I've been in the industry for um, over a decade now. So I began as a therapist, I worked my way up to a a clinic manager, and then I found myself in a business development manager position for a chain of franchise clinics, which was really exciting. And then I, I kind of pivoted a little bit, I really enjoyed education. And I had always come across really great educators in the industry. So that was kind of what inspired me initially to, you know, move into, I guess, training and education within the industry. So, you know, went forward with that movement. And I was in a, a business, you know, educating technicians on mostly body focused devices. And that was when I kind of went, you know what, I really love treating the face. I really love devices that are face focused. So, you know, when the opportunity came up a few years ago to move into Luminous as a clinical educator, I was very excited. And I had been experienced, you know, in their devices a few years prior when we had introduced one of the laser hair removal devices that we have at Luminous into, you know, a chain of clinics that I was working in previously. So it was a well-known brand to me and I was really excited. to to start with Luminous. And um, yeah, here I am all these years later. So I'm one of our national clinical educators. So I used to look after just New South Wales and New Zealand, but at the moment we're kind of, you know, all moving around the place. So uh, we tend to look after all states. And yeah, my whole role is centered around helping, you know, new business owners to integrate devices into their clinic uh, from a clinical point of view. So educating their staff on using the device, you know, making sure that it's being used correctly and that we're having the right, you know, conversations in a consultation process. But also, you know, we do a lot of uh, handholding through that process. So, you know, Sarah and I work very closely together, even though she's had her trial for a long time, because I think there's always new tips and tricks and new innovations and new things to kind of discuss, even with someone who is an existing customer. So yeah, a lot of in-clinic support from my end.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. And of course, Luminous is one of our foundation members yes. and a huge supporter of our industry. I just want to thank Luminous and yourself for all the wonderful work you do for our industry without your support of course avic wouldn't be possible and the support that we've had from luminous is is just incredible even in terms of education for our community it's been wonderful having you as supporters of the beauty and aesthetic industry and of course your sponsors of our conference gold sponsors of our conference this year so it's really exciting to have you guys there as well and speaking of luminous it's you're right it's such a renowned brand you know we hear luminous and we think oh my goodness like that's that's you know you aspire to have luminous modalities within your clinic tell us a little bit about you know the history of luminous within the aesthetic industry
1: yeah, so Luminous has been operating for over 50 years. Predominantly, as I said, we do focus on, you know, light based technology, radio frequency technology. We do face treatments particularly well, but we still have devices and technologies for the body. But Luminous is very well known for inventing IPL, inventing fractionated CO2. And of course, we were the first device on the market for facial muscle stimulation, which is obviously what we're going to chat about today with TriLift. So, you know, we're at the forefront of innovative products when it comes to technology in the industry but as you said i think the legacy of you know the name of luminous is mm-hmm. very well known so yeah some of the platforms that would be most commonly seen in clinics from luminous would be the stellar m22 which is our ipl but multi-platform device so we yes. have other hand pieces that can be added to that our splendor x is one of our biggest hair removal devices obviously we've got the ultra pulse which is found in most burns units across australia and then TriLift is our baby at the moment one
0: of our newest devices that's really yeah and taking the super exciting as well yeah so- And Sarah, for those that don't know that Sarah is a very, very renowned clinic owner and she's extremely experienced and has a unique approach to client care. And it's just fascinating, Sarah, listening to your philosophy about client care and how it really differs between each client. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how you developed that?
2: Client care has always been number one for me purely because if I was in the client's shoes and I was spending that amount of money every month or bi-monthly, I always treat my clients exactly the way I would want to be treated. Some of the clients that I have today within the clinic, my client that have actually followed me my entire career. So some of them I've been actually looking after over 25 years. So it does make the way I practice unique because if you look at how a person changes over a 25-year period or as their skin changes over a 25-year period, you need to stay relevant to the client and relevant to their skin through their changing needs. So that may be having children through their 20s or their early 30s 30s. And then as they begin to age and see the aging process on their face during their 40s, and then premenopausal and postmenopausal in their 50s and 60s. So I've actually created that transitional aspect of treating the clients all of that time. So The client care for me is really about how do I stay relevant to my clients over a period of time as their skin changes. And one of the different aspects about my business is that the client's tend to come on a monthly basis for that period of time. They're not a walk-in client where they just have one treatment and then they go again. They're a clientele that will come back year on year and, or sometimes month on month. So some of those clients have been coming every month for a period of all of that time. So you have to then introduce technology in skincare that keeps their skin relevant as their skin actually changes. But most importantly, the way that we actually offer a client care In the clinic is a really boutique and and quite a bespoke aspect. So, we ensure that every client not only has consultation forms and information sheets and post care forms, but we actually follow up on that. So, we do an eight weekly follow up, we do a three monthly follow up, and it's not just a generalized email. They're phone calls, checking in on our clients to see how their skin's going, and a lot of hand holding, but a lot of touch points that are those real individual touch points.
0: Mm, wow, what a beautiful system that you have, and you know, really connect with those clients. Imagine having a client for twenty-five years—you'd be able to see some amazing changes in their skin. And obviously, you're doing an incredible job because your client's staying with you for twenty-five years. <laughs> So that leads us to the wonderful technology that you use and a little bit about obviously the new technology that we're talking about today. But Jess, if we could swing right over to you to talk about the actual technology, dynamic muscle stimulation and yeah. exactly how it works.
1: So I'll give you a bit of an overview and then we can talk about dynamic muscle stimulation. So mm-hmm. TriLeft essentially is three technologies or modalities in one. We've got dynamic muscle stimulation as you mentioned, which is working on the muscle layer of the midface. We've got radiofrequency, which as we all are very aware of is used to tighten the skin. And then we also have radiofrequency assisted microneedling, which we use to resurface the skin to help with lines, pores, texture concerns. So, you know, a lot of people are very familiar with radiofrequency. They're very familiar with radiofrequency assisted needling, but dynamic muscle stimulation or muscle stimulation for the face is a very new category in the industry. So essentially it's electrical stimulation. Which is helping to stimulate the nerves of the face. And when those nerves are stimulated, it causes contraction in those muscles. So essentially, we're causing strong and frequent contractions at strengths and I guess speeds that we can't really achieve with natural facial movement. And the whole idea is, again, it's similar to when we stimulate muscles on the body. We're increasing the tone and the tensile strength of that muscle to keep it youthful. As we age, it's very well known that the muscles in the midface tend to weaken. That's why we start to see a bit of a weakened smile. In, you know, our grandparents and, and people in that age bracket because those muscles don't have that strength anymore to really support and lift the face. So the whole idea with TriLift is if we can stimulate those muscles that are, you know, ignored with injectables. I know that Sarah's not, she doesn't have a practice that really focuses on it, but even in practices that do, there's not much you can do with those mid-face mm-hmm. muscles. So if we have technology that can target a really untapped part of the face, then we have the potential to really improve facial appearance without going down, you know, invasive facelift approaches approaches and, you know, without feeling like we're treating everything else and leaving the midface to sag. So to kind of wrap up the the DMST or dynamic muscle stimulation question, the whole idea is stimulate the muscles, keep them youthful, keep them strong, help them to lift and support the midface. As we know, unfortunately, especially in the frown line area where the muscle moves, the skin moves too. So if the muscle is nice and toned, it has the strength to support everything, then the skin and the fat pads that lie over the top will be well supported as well. And they will be looking like they're in that nice lifted position.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. A really great explanation as well. Thank you so much for that. It clears up exactly what TriLift <laughs> does because it is a little bit difficult to get your head around it. There's so many different aspects to yeah. that particular device. And Sarah, given your holistic approach to skincare, how does that TriLift fit into your existing clinic offering?
2: The introduction of TriLift suited exactly what we actually needed. So our mission statement is to create beautiful, healthy skin without the need for injectables. So so as Jess mentioned, we don't really rely on injectables within our clinic. And so, whilst we were creating beautiful skin through the skincare and also the other modalities that we have within the clinic, one of the aspects that we weren't treating was the underlying muscle. So, we could stimulate collagen and elastin through radio frequency technology or through laser genesis technology, but it didn't affect the underlying muscle. And so, therefore, With our mature clients, so anyone that was 35, 40 plus, what we were starting to see was a sagging within the skin and we weren't able to treat that. So what TriLift does is because Tri-Lift has the dynamic muscle stimulation, it works from underneath the skin to stimulate and support the muscles from underneath. It then stimulates the collagen production. So you're working muscle and then you're working dermally through the collagen and elastin. So you get this beautiful, healthy glow. And then as Jess said, it finishes with the radio frequency technology on the surface of the skin to really help with this beautiful, healthy glow on the surface. So for us, it worked to complement what we were already using, but to really extend our offerings. And we had become quite stagnant in the clinic. So having a form of muscle stimulation was really, really key in business growth.
0: Mm, I can imagine, absolutely, being a clinic owner myself, you do get to a point where we've done everything we can with our patients, what next, you know, and it's so important. And it's so wonderful that device companies out there, but especially device companies such as Luminous help our business businesses to grow by taking it to the next level. And really, Jess, this is a question for you. I think Trilift would fall into a new category of non-surgical, I suppose, facelift treatments um, mm. using muscle stimulation. How does this particular technology differ to other technologies on the market?
1: If we're talking about existing technologies that don't really sit in that same category, it's Trilift gives you the opportunity, as Sarah mentioned, to treat all layers of the aging process. So traditionally, if you're in a clinic that doesn't have this style of device, you you're kind of limited to texture and tone improvement. So you might use a laser or an IPL to improve, you know, red and brown colors. Maybe you've got needling or, you know, a laser resurfacing device to help with the texture, so lines and wrinkles. But as Sarah mentioned, it's kind of impossible to treat that muscle layer with any existing technology. So TriLift allows you to essentially treat all three layers. So of course, we're targeting the, the muscle layer with the dynamic muscle stimulation. We can target the surface, so the actual skin tone and skin laxity with radiofrequency and with the radiofrequency-assisted needling. But as a byproduct of that, this is helping to support the subcutaneous fat layer in the skin. So we know how precious (laughs) fat in the face is. You know, we're always trying to preserve it, and and that is one of the things that can look very detrimental if, if we start to lose fat too quickly in the face through the aging process. So, you know, we can't treat that directly. There's only options to fill those areas, and not everyone likes to do that. So if we can have a really strong muscle layer and a really nice strength and skin layer that's going to surround the subcutaneous fat and provide more support. So, TriLift really gives the opportunity to address the aging concerns at different layers that they weren't able to touch previously. When we're talking about how TriLift differs from other technologies that are similar, so over the course of the next few years, I'm sure that there's going to be many devices that are going to focus on facial muscle stimulation because it is, you know, a new category. I think the biggest thing with TriLift is that it's completely customizable. So one thing as business owner and, you know, as, as a technician in the industry is you don't want to have to have consumer that are kind of eating up your revenue and making it difficult to have a a customized treatment. So for us with TriLift, we actually deliver both the muscle stimulation and the radio frequency using dynamic hand pieces. So this means that if you have a client with a completely different concern or a different shaped face, or you need to focus on one area a little bit more than another area, it means that you have the freedom and flexibility to do that without using more consumables or without having just a stock standard cookie cutter approach to treating patients. So that's really what sets TriLift apart. But I think as well for Sarah's business too, one thing that's different with TriLift is our radio frequency assisted needling requires no numbing, which is kind of unheard of when it comes to RF needling. I see Stephanie's raising her eyebrows going, oh, very interesting. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, you know, Sarah doesn't focus on injectables. So for her, you know, if she's had uh, services and technologies in the clinic that don't require numbing, and now all of a sudden she brings on a technology and she needs to numb her patient, that can be quite jarring. If you haven't really exposed patients to that kind of service, then they might go, you know what, if it's a treatment that requires numbing, I'm not really interested. I've avoided, you know, more invasive or uncomfortable things before, and I don't want to start to do that now. So as a business owner, to be able to, again, you know, treat deeper layers of the aging process and not need to numb the skin
0: is huge. That is huge. I'm listening to it right. My eyes are coming yes. out of my head. Sarah, what do you think about that?
2: <laughs> I wanted to add to that because I think it was such an important question is one of the things that I really look for in investing in facial firming technology is the safety and the efficacy, because as Jess said, we're going to see more devices actually come to market. And I think it's really important as a business owner and as a clinician to be aware of of the safety and efficacy behind the device that you actually invest in because these devices can actually do a lot of damage if you don't partner with the right company so for me luminous it was one of the first questions i actually asked jess what is the safety and efficacy what is the clinical data how does it differ from other modalities and i think that's a really important take home from this podcast is that you have to look at what are you doing like to your clients skins. What are you doing to clients' faces? Because first and foremost, it's the results that you're going to achieve at the end are absolutely key to the business growth. And also, as Jess said, is that it is a completely customizable treatment. So we've been able to treat people where one of our clients actually had had a melanoma removal and her face was lopsided. So we could actually treat that and to straighten and correct her skin. So the fact that it is customizable was was really really key for us and she was so happy because it's something that she had lived with for years and years and years and to be able to correct that and to give someone back the confidence in the way they look I think is so important.
0: That's why we do what we do that is such a beautiful and fascinating story that you were able to correct something so unique I suppose it's incredible the things that we see in daily practice isn't it but there's just so many modalities out there and it would have taken you a lot of research to find the right one for you I suppose How did you actually finally decide that Trilift was right for your business?
2: I want to answer this question in many different ways. First of all, I did my research with my clients. The technology is an expensive capital investment. So you have to know that your clients want to invest in facial firming or skin firming technology at a cost that is going to be your, your recommended cost per treatment. So I think that's first and foremost. For Once I knew that this was an area that the clients were looking for, I then started Started to have a look at the safety and efficacy of the modalities that I was searching for. And then I spoke to really trusted colleagues. And that was really key to me because I knew if I spoke to trusted colleagues about the results that they were seeing, that they would give me genuine feedback, not just the feedback from the individual companies. And from them. I actually connected with Luminous. There was a couple of different device technologies that I was looking at. I actually love the women that are part of Luminous. I I love the fact that they were female, that they were strong female, that business orientated, but particularly with Jess as a clinical trainer, she answered all of the questions. I came with an A4 piece of paper. It was more
1: than an A4, but I loved it. It, (laughs) She's like, I'm so sorry. I said, this is what I'm here for.
2: (laughs) And within, when we had our initial meeting and I took my questions to her, she answered every single one of them, not said to me, oh, look, I have to go back and research. Jess really knew her device and she also knew the technology as well. I went into Luminous head office. They presented us with a great PowerPoint presentation that explained exactly the way that Trilift worked, the results that we were going to achieve with the Trilift as well. But most importantly from there, I started having treatments done. So whilst I loved the way the device looked and how compact the device was, and I loved the presentation, first and foremost, it had to work on my skin. So I started having some treatments with the tri lift and we documented those. That was really key because I use my photos as our before and after photos Within the clinic, my clients don't want to have their before and after photos shared. So, sharing my own before and after photos was really, really key. And then, after that, I also wanted to partner with a company that was going to help with the launch aspect of the tri lift. So, that was also important to me because I didn't want to be left investing in capital equipment and then be left on my own. So, the education was important, the launch aspect. And the launch isn't just about the night, it's about about the whole process that the launch brings so building your clients up to talking about it talking about it in the clinic doing EDMs social media the launch process itself and then also post treatment and one of the things that Jess and I still do today is she does my follow-up assessment and training and I'm not too proud to say that that okay. I still have um, my own assessment as a clinical practitioner to make sure that I'm doing the treatment the correct way. And so partnering with a company that was able to provide that was really, really important.
0: Oh my goodness. I have learned so much from just that particular question, Um, (laughs) right? Starting from research with clients on the
2: need and cost. um, Do you do that by a survey or do you talk to your clients? Personally, I talk to my clients, I should survey and we have done surveys in the past, but on this particular aspect, because I was targeting a certain group of women, I spoke to them about it. they had also been asking me for a long time, like for many years, I want to have some facial firming technology, I hear it's coming out. And I had actually said to them, you need to wait. I haven't found the device that I'm completely happy with. And when I do find that device, I will let you know. So we'd already had clients that we already had in the background that we knew that we're going to take this up purely on the fact that I'd waited and found the right technology.
0: And you know, you were talking about the launch process. I picked up that you actually started the launch process before you got the tri-lift with EDMs, with educational material and with getting your clients excited for it. That's really cool. That's something I've heard only once before, I think.
2: That was really important because it is an expensive capital investment for the Mm. business. So you have to make that work. And to make that work, we needed to talk to the clients. We personally phoned the clients. Like I said, we sent out EDMs. We got them really excited about the technology that was coming. And so we already knew how many people were going to come to the launch night. We knew who was interested in the technology. And that was a really important focus for us. And in fact, we had a client that came in just last week who had been following us since the launch night. Said, I've been trying to get in to have this treatment done and I haven't been. And we launched in August last year. So he hadn't been able to get in since August to have the course of treatments done. So he just came in now.
0: Wow, that's incredible. And, you know, I think all clinic owners right now are learning some valuable stuff. Jess, you actually helped with the launch process. You actually are providing ongoing support and also provided Sarah with treatments beforehand to make sure that this was the right thing. This this is, the extent that Luminous goes to to help their clinic owners. Tell us about that. Look,
1: it's nothing that happens with every individual because it really does depend on the technology. But with something like TriLift, we know that we suggest a course of treatments. And with this style of device, you need to be confident that you're going to receive the results. Your clients are going to receive the results. It's not as simple as saying here's an IPL platform that has been out for yeah. many, many years. We know that this is great. This works. TriLift is a new device in this category of facial muscle stimulation. So I think it is really important that people that are looking at investing in technology have the option to have treatments prior. Maybe it's one and then they find to move forward, but some people do require a course of treatments and we're always happy to accommodate that if that's what is needed by the business. But it's like anything, you know, you don't buy a car blind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You test drive it, of course.
1: Yeah, you test drive it. So for, for Sarah and I, it was really important too because, you know, Sarah had been, exposed to, you know, photography in clinics in terms of documenting before and afters and and progressive results. But this was a time when her and I could really discuss that prior to her investing in technology and saying, you know, if this is a technology that you are looking at introducing into the clinic, we need to ensure that you're documenting the results really well. You know, let's talk about how we're going to photograph clients. Let's do that with yourself. Let's have a look at your own before and afters. Again, not everyone requires a course or, you know, even multiple treatments prior to investing but we're more than happy to accommodate that, you know, when that's suitable for a Mm. business owner.
0: Well, now they don't have to because they have Sarah (laughs) (laughs) results. And that's so cool, Sarah, that you were the before and after photos for Mm. your patients. I think that's really levelling up everything that you do. And now we're always talking about these results. Oh, Sarah, tell us about the results because we've been talking about the trial for the whole time. Tell us what you experienced, both short-term and long-term, if you will.
2: So first of all, as I mentioned earlier today, we are a clinic that doesn't solely rely on injectables. So we only have a very small amount of injectable clientele, including myself. I only have a very small sprinkle of Botox. And so for me, the results that were actually coming from the TriLift allowed me to have less injectables in my forehead, which was really fantastic. That was something that I wanted to achieve. And from a short-term results, initially the day that you have it for the first couple of hours, your skin's a little bit pink, but often I'll have a treatment in the morning and then I'm treating straight away. So, not so red that you can't be back at work. And that's really, really key for a lot of my clients. They wanted to make sure they could have the treatment done and then return to work. Um, With a little bit of pinkness, you can still wear eye makeup and lipstick. Within that first 24 to 48 hours, you look like you've had the best skin of your life. It's really, really amazing. And then the journey of the week, the skin just naturally sheds through the RF microneedling. And seven to 10 days later, Again, the skin really, really pops. So that's your short term result with your first treatment. The dynamic muscle stimulation does tend to kick in after that. And that's where we see better long term results with it. For me, as I was aging, I was starting to see the top of my cheeks really starting to drop. And I just felt that they weren't full like they used to be. I didn't wanna have filler in my cheek area. And I feel that my face is firmer through the muscles than anything else. And that's really the the biggest change that's occurred in my facial features is that I'm starting to see a reduction in jowling along my, my jawline area. But um, my skin integrity itself is holding together a lot more effectively. And that's exactly what I wanted to achieve.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. You know, I can really relate. I'm starting to flatten around my cheek area. Yeah, yeah you're right. The, the go-to is filler. But then, you know, I'm starting to look a little bit overfilled. You know, my cheeks are starting to go. I'm looking in the mirror thinking, wow, they're very plump right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think a lot of our clients feel the same way. And obviously, it you can only achieve so much with filler. You know, you do get that top flatness there that fillers sometimes really can can't deal with and it is the underlying muscles.
2: So I think in saying that Jess actually has some really great ways of complementing TriLift for clinics that do use injectables Mm -hmm. and use filler and Botox.
1: Definitely. And we have so many practitioners that have different methods of treating their patients. So, you know, we work hand in hand with what other services they provide. And if toxin fillers is something on their menu, then we obviously talk about how to navigate that with a, a course of trial of treatments. But as you said, Stephanie, filler can fill, but it doesn't lift. <laughs> and I think, you know, that's a, a sentence that everyone's talking about. It doesn't lift. It can provide more volume, but it's not going to support the structures underneath. So as you're saying, there's there's a limit, you know, and I'm someone who who's got plenty of filler. (laughs) But I see the exact concern that you have in myself where I go, well, if I just used filler to try and augment the mid face, I start to look a little bit uncanny. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. this is the way that we can go, okay, well, some of Sarah's um, clients don't have injectables. This is going to give that really nice, beautiful, natural effect. We're working with what they've got, their actual muscle and their skin tissue. But if someone does have injectables, this can certainly enhance the results as well. And what I've found personally is, you know, we've had trials lift on the market for a year just over and I haven't had any filler in the mid face for a long time I know it stays for a long time but now I'm starting to go well there's a roof to how far you can fill a face but try lift when you're working with just your natural structure you can't overdo that you can't get that unnatural result because the skin is only going to lift and support as much as it can and that's always going to look natural when it's not augmented by another product
0: That's so well said. And you're so funny. You start to look uncanny. I love that word. I'm going to spill it, Jess. (laughs) Yes.
1: Well, I've been seeing uncanny valley a lot, you know, and and I think it's a nice way of saying that the filler has been overdone over the years. And, And now, you know, to chat about patients a little bit, people are moving away from injectables. I think in the last few years, we all went a little bit heavy, but people enjoy clinics that don't rely on that, you know?
2: And I think too, with um, one of the aspects that Trilift does through the treatments is it really works with the luminosity of the skin, particularly with the radio frequency. So you've got radio frequency energy and you've also got radio frequency microneedling. And it doesn't matter how, if your client is having injectables, one of the things that injectables doesn't do is treat the integrity of the skin. And so this treats the integrity of the skin beautifully in that mid layer of the skin. So it complements under the skin where your skincare then complements the surface of the skin. So they all work in relation to one another.
0: Mm, that's beautiful and just you know you're talking about the three different modalities in the technology it really is exciting to know that we have those three different modes of action. Just can mm. you tell us a little bit about why those three?
1: Yeah, so when we're working with those, you know, aging layers of the face, again, we want to be able to target the muscle, the skin, and then of course, we want to retexture the skin. So the whole idea is we can combine or completely separate radiofrequency and muscle stimulation. So in a treatment, we tend to use them together. We call it lift mode, which is when you're essentially, you know, targeting the muscle, targeting the skin tightening at the same time in the one handpiece. So the client will feel contractions from muscle stimulation and then the heat from radio frequency. We know that, again, as we mentioned earlier, the muscle stimulation is there to contract and release the muscles to enhance their tone, enhance their strength. The radio frequency is designed to stimulate collagen and elastin um, and fibroblast action so that we're getting that beautiful skin tightening result. And then we actually follow up with the RF microneedling, usually at every second treatment. And that's designed to provide that little bit of resurfacing. So great for texture, great for fine lines, right, tides, wrinkles, pores. Um, but again, and as I kind of mentioned, we can separate these technologies. And I know Sarah will probably have a little bit more of a chat about that, but I think we kind of think of these devices first and foremost as an anti-aging device, because we're thinking of lifting the muscles and tightening the skin and resurfacing. But a really big thing with this technology is we have the option to separate each modality and use them on other body areas or use them for other concerns that aren't just aging concerns. So I know Sarah's had a lot of experience with this.
2: I really wanted to switch hats now instead of being an aesthetic clinician to actually being a business owner. And in any capital equipment that you're going to invest in, you have to be able to utilize it within the clinic and not just have it sitting in the corner. So having three modalities allows you to offer different types of treatments. So for example, one of the aspects that TriLift does is it works under the eye area. So it works with lift mode and the lift mode then allows you just to target the eyes. And there's also a a smaller radio frequency um, microneedling device that you can also utilize around the eye area. So from a technology point of view, if you don't want to treat the entire face, you can just do eye treatments, with the TriLift, which is really important because you could then, um, as part of your marketing structure, just market the eye area. So it allows you to then provide a treatment that treats puffiness and also bags under the eyes, but it also allows you to treat the integrity of the skin through the microneedling and then obviously your skincare as well.
0: Did you know that the launch of TriLift has gifted a brand new category within the aesthetic market of facial muscle stimulation? Luminous were the first globally to launch a multimodal 3 3-in-1 technology that offers dynamic muscle stimulation, tripolar RF and RF microneedling, and Australia was the second country to market with TriLift. To celebrate their upcoming one-year milestone since launching Tri-Lift into Australia, Luminous are offering ABIC members and delegates registered to attend Elevate 2024 ABIC's educational conference, the opportunity to secure a 30% discount. This offer is limited to three devices only, so please email infoau at luminous.com for more information And be sure to visit Luminous at Elevate
2: 2024. One of the other aspects with the TriLift is the radiofrequency energy, which allows you to then stimulate the collagen and elastin production. And we've been able to use this treatment then as a a really lovely, warming, non-downtime treatment for collagen and elastin. So maybe for a client that wants to come in, they want more than what either an LED can provide, or they don't necessarily want the downtime of an IPL. The radiofrequency Allows you to customize that within a treatment. So you can do a peel first, we do the radio frequency energy, and then we do um, an LED at the end. And that's a really lovely treatment that they can have on a monthly basis. But what I really love about the Tri-Lift is the radiofrequency microneedling. The radiofrequency microneedling, that gives a whole nother treatment within itself. So we've utilised it in different ways. It has a, a very a, a lightly ablative treatment needle that allows you to treat rhytides. We've had a lot of success with clients that actually have rhytides where we hadn't been able to treat them in the past and they've had great results with the microneedling. So from a business 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 point of view, we can use the tri-lift for a full face area with dynamic muscle stimulation, the radio frequency heat energy, and then obviously the radio frequency microneedling. So, we sell that as a, a treatment course, and then also a package of six. But we can also then separate the different treatments into eye area, and we can also separate them into the radio frequency microneedling. This year, part of our marketing strategy, we're going to use the radio frequency microneedling for a neck and decolletage treatment, and then pair this together in wintertime with IPL as well. So it's a very diverse piece of equipment that you can use for multiple clients in multiple areas. And from my point of view, as a business owner, for all the clients that we've um, tried lifted lift on their face, we'll then be looking to move them into neck and decolletage treatments later in the year in wintertime. So investment wise and capital investment, it allows us to be utilizing the machine all the time.
0: Such great advice, the way that you've structured all of that. I think just with anyone listening to this, even within their own business, gives them ideas. But especially when buying a a device that has three different modes of action, it's uh, quite exciting from a clinic owner perspective, I think. Like I really felt when you were saying separate the eye treatments because we do have different age clients as well and they don't sometimes need the full three and separating that, I think it's a game changer. Like tell us, Sarah, what happens... In a treatment, you know, how long is it? How do you prep? Tell us all about it.
2: So there's six treatment in the course, we only do six treatments in the clinic. I know some clinics do between four and six, but we've found six treatments much more effective. So the first treatment, they have the dynamics muscle stimulation, the radio frequency energy, and then the radio frequency microneedling. And that course of treatments is done every second time. It takes about 75 minutes. And then on the bi-week, which may either be the second week, or it may be a fortnight later, they don't actually have the microneedling. And in that case, we actually pair it together with a peel. So we'll either do a very light lactic peel or a pomegranate peel with an LED. So what we're doing then is we're continually treating the surface of the skin. So we find that the client's skin is glowing through the course of treatment. So not only do they see the muscle stimulation occur underneath, but they see this beautiful luminosity on the surface of the skin also it allows them to know that one treatment they'll have a little bit of downtime which is generally about 24 hours the next treatment there is no downtime and they know they can go straight out afterwards and also put on makeup
0: wow that's great can i ask can you have too much of a good thing how many of these treatments can you have is there a, oh. <laughs> is there a kind of limit to how much rf you can actually have
2: No, that's one of the really nice things. Obviously with the needling, you wouldn't want to do it more than every second or third week, but you can continue with the course of treatments. I think from a a time point of view, most people after six treatments are like, okay, I'm good now. And we then um, with our clients are doing them every eight weeks. So we're getting them back in every two months for another follow-up treatment. But for some of the clients, if they've got a special occasion, they'll then group another three or four together. So from a business point of view, it's great because you've got your clients coming in on a regular basis to actually have the treatments done. Some people want to maintain them now as their monthly treatment because they've seen such great results. With the TriLift, they're like no... I can get every result that I need from a tri-lift. I can get muscle stimulation. I can get collagen stimulation. And I can also treat the surface of my skin. So they've now changed into having a tri-lift once a month. And that suits all as well.
0: And Jess, over to you Mm. in this question, this is how Sarah uses her treatment. Does it Mm. differ in other clinics out there?
1: Look, I think every business kind of takes on the recommendations and changes them to suit their demographic Mm -hmm. and their clientele. So, you know, our general rule of thumb is after the course of six, you don't generally need to have a maintenance treatment until six to eight months, you know, post the last treatment. However, if you've got a demographic where maybe you're working with older clientele or they have the budget to continue to have more frequent maintenance treatments, then that's no issue. To kind of come back to your question about, can you have too much of a good thing? <laughs> it's with other things in the industry, but not with Trilift. So as Sarah said, as long as you're spacing treatments apart appropriately, then there wouldn't be any negative repercussions. I usually say if your clients have the budget to continue to have treatments ongoing, or if you're lucky like Sarah and you've got the device in practice, <laughs> Or maybe the time she doesn't have the time that's right. then continue to have it and you know we have other business owners with TriLift, and they do make use of using TriLift on their face every one to two weeks because they have that option yeah. too so you know if someone is a little bit tighter in the budget and they can only really go for the bare minimum we say complete your course and then you know consider having a maintenance treatment before that six to eight month mark but if they have to wait that long that's fine mm. that's usually the time when we would start to see you know the need for a top-up if someone's maybe in that late 30s 40s early 50s but maybe beyond that somebody prefers to to come in a little sooner but just to touch on you know that mild downtime that sarah mentioned as well as she said when you're performing the treatments without the microneedling there really is no downtime you'll be pink for a few hours that's it in terms of what to avoid after treatment it's really just avoiding hot water strong actives for the few days post treatment and that's it the days with the microneedling there is still you know that small amount of downtime but nothing insane so without microneedling the reason why There's no numbing needed. And the reason why it's comfortable and the downtime is minimal is due to the non-insulated needles. So essentially our needles are very thin. they're 0.15 mil in width. So essentially the width of a human hair, very thin. And they're quite short. The whole idea for us is that we don't need to provide an aggressive treatment to get good results. If you've got an uninsulated needle, the needle actually gets hot from the base all the way to the tip, which means that you get very wide and deep penetration of RF energy. So the needle doesn't actually have to be long. It's just breaking the epidermis so that that RF energy can penetrate nice and deep for you. So for us, this means that, again, we don't need to numb because it's very comfortable. It's very quick to perform the RF needling. So five to 10 minutes, probably five for Sarah because she's done so many of them. (laughs) You definitely get quicker as you get more confident. And realistically, you know that means that the downtime is less because if you don't have to use a thick and long needle, you have less damage to that surface of the skin while still getting a beautiful result. And it means that you're then able to treat younger patients who you don't feel comfortable numbing who don't like to have uncomfortable treatments because maybe they've got acne scarring at 15 16 17 years of age you can treat skins of color that obviously have higher risks with you know thicker longer needles so it really opens up as Sarah said another category of clients that aren't just focusing on aging they're focusing on texture concerns
0: Mm, that's wonderful. And the results, you know, we're talking about the treatment, but the results from the tri-lift, you know, they sound like you're actually getting results quite quickly. Can you give yeah. us a bit more info on the results? I know we're all sitting here thinking, oh goodness, <laughs> I want to get my hands on one of these, but what's yeah. the outcome?
1: Well, there's a reason why people like to do top-ups before an event. We always kind of joke in the office and say, oh, I've
0: got a wedding coming. up <laughs>
1: Because muscle stimulation is instant. We see those contractions on the bed. It's it's the same as if we were exercising any other muscle tissue. When you contract the muscle, you are getting results instantly. So quite often when we treat half of the face, we can sit a patient up and see that nice support or lift in that mid-face directly after the treatment. We know with radiofrequency and radiofrequency needling, that is a little bit of a longer process. So I usually say that the skin laxity benefits and the texture benefits that we get from tri-lift treatments do take a little bit longer because we're relying on the skin's natural cell turnover cycle. So, you know, in an average patient, it's going to be at least a month until you start to see those improvements. But as Sarah said, you still do get that improvement in luminosity and your skin does feel firmer and smoother immediately after treatments. It's just that for best results, we always say that comes with a little bit of time. Mm. So muscle portion, very much instant. But the long-term benefits come from you know the collaboration of that with our skin tightening and skin resurfacing benefits from the other modalities.
0: And skin tightening works for all ages. We have some patients who have lost, and myself as well, lost a little bit of weight and having that skin laxity concerns. Mm -hmm. Does it work for those types of patients, not just aging?
1: Of course, yeah. So I know Sarah will have a whole different host of patients that she's seen on her bed, but you know, we generally say that. I think the biggest target market for all three modalities would usually be patients in their you know, late 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s and up, because this is when they're starting to see all the concerns coming at once. But it can be used as a preventative. If someone is going through, as you mentioned, a weight loss period, this could be great to negate the effects on the face. But you know, generally speaking, if somebody is maybe a mature age patient, they may need more treatments depending on their concerns, depending on the severity of their condition. But we tend to see beautiful results through all ages. I've treated people as young as 20 who shouldn't have... (laughs) any aging concerns at all at that point, all the way up to patients in their late sixties. So we see beautiful results on all, but I know Sarah's had quite a different demographic of patients that she sees.
2: Yeah. So to answer the weight loss question first is that we've had a couple of clients that have actually been on um, weight loss programs, which you often see when I'm just going to say women, because the majority of my clients are actually women um, go on a weight loss program. They tend to do everything all at once. So So part of the reward of weight loss is actually treating their skin. And it can be quite confronting as you're losing weight to actually lose tone and texture in your face. And we've had a number of successes with that for our clients. So that's been really, really positive. And also the question about the age groups. Yes, more of our clients are mature clients. We've treated from women in their 40s right up to we've got a client who's actually 75 and she'd had a facelift and she's just the sweetest client and she didn't want to have a, another facelift. And so for her, TriLift allowed the additional firming of the skin again, as the skin starts to sag over a period of time. she had the facelift 10 years ago, said, I don't want to have another facelift. And it was a really perfect complementary treatment for her. And because our clients are more mature, then yes, the, that maintenance process is also really important. But from a business point of view, it means that we're building more treatments and more structure into the business as well. And like I said, it is capital investment. So the most important thing that you have to do as a business owner is ensure that that modality is being used and not just sitting in the corner. We actually launched on the 30th of August. And since that time, we've done over 180 treatments. So yeah, it's a really, really great treatment modality to build business. And actually the results that we were seeing with our clients were selling the treatments so people were coming into the clinic because of the results that they'd actually seen with their friends
0: oh wow so you get referrals <laughs> from it as well with For your patients spaces. It's pretty impressive
2: And that's important for us because our clients don't like before and afters. So anyone that's been on my social media will see that I don't use before and afters and it's because my clients would prefer, they just flatly say, no, we don't want you to use it for my before and after photos. The fact that it sells just from people looking at our clients' faces is really, really great.
0: Mm. one question is because you know you've got a lot of i think your demographic or the the right type of patient is a little bit of an older patient seems and jess you said something earlier it preserves the fat in your face there's a lot going around about fat loss in the face about can rf or other treatments ultrasound and so forth you know affect the fat in your face tell us a little bit about how this actually preserves the fat in your face because i think everyone's thinking the same thing as i am Mm.
1: Yeah. Look, when it comes to preserving, fat reduction in the face is a natural and inevitable process. And there's nothing that we can do to keep it because like anything, it's going to deplete over time. The whole idea though, is that we want to support it and we want to use technology that can do that without affecting the fat. So a lot of technologies, you know, in recent years that have come out for facial firming and skin tightening mm-hmm. have now in the last you know, couple of years had a bit of a turnaround. And now we've said, oh, you know, these technologies actually cause some facial fat loss. And it's a really big thing. Thing with clients at the moment. They're very well educated. They see this on social media and they run with it and they ask all the questions about it. So, you know, to us it's important that we can achieve these results without having aggressive treatments, which is why we have this approach with microneedling. This is why we have this approach with radio frequency and muscle stimulation. So we know muscle stimulation has no heat that is only working on contracting and improving the strength and tone of the muscles. Radio frequency, if used incredibly wrong, if somebody was being very silly and going against. (laughs) our clinical recommendations. Sure, there can always be negative repercussions, but this is someone who's treating aggressively for too long of a period at too high of a temperature. We know that radiofrequency, certain modes, particularly, you know, monopolar radiofrequency can be fabulous for circumference reduction. We use tripolar radiofrequency. So this is a more superficial style of radiofrequency that's great for facial firming, but it's not going as deep as something like your monopolar, which is traditionally used on the body. And when used within the correct temperature range, so we say, you know, 39 to 40, 42 degrees, then that's your sweet spot for clinical skin tightening. I like to stick to the 39. I go, you know, let's go conservative. Let's sit within that safe zone. It's, it's easy to peek, you know, into high temperatures. But again, you know, if someone was being silly, any device can have detrimental effects. So we take a lot of pride in our clinical training to ensure that we are treating within, you know, the best parameters possible to ensure we're getting beautiful results. And when it comes to RF needling, again, you know, this is technology that was released years and years ago for for texture improvement and skin tightening benefits. But again, if we have aggressive techniques, aggressive settings, thick and long needles with multiple, multiple passes, this is when we can start to see issues. So, you know, we want to be able to utilize the benefits of radio frequency assisted needling without having to go down the aggressive route. So for us, this is that really great sweet spot where we still get those beautiful benefits, but we don't have the negative repercussions that can come with more aggressive devices. And we don't pretend to compete with devices of that nature, they're in their (laughs) category. Of their own they're more than welcome to stay there so for us it's about you know providing that gentle but effective stimulation through dynamic muscle stimulation radio frequency and rf needling to get those results without having any of the concerns that can come with more aggressive styles of treatment
0: very well explained and the candidates is there mm-hmm. someone that's not appropriate for this
1: Look, when it comes to hard and fast nose, this is going to be when someone, you know, ticks a box in the contraindication list. So like any energy-based technology, the biggest contraindications are going to be pacemakers, medication pumps, metal or screws or any implants in that treatment area. That's going to be your hard and fast nose. We also, of course, don't suggest to treat pregnant or breastfeeding women like with most technologies. And then I would usually put, or everyone should put roaccutane or isotretinoin in that same category because of course this really impairs the skin's function and barrier apart from that there is you know always a list of considerations or precautions so this could be conditions where your client may need more conservative treatments or they may need their treatment space further apart but they're not actually contraindicated to having a treatment so this could be someone who's had recent sun you know we need to wait a little longer maybe they're on a medication that can cause some sensitivity but not enough to omit them from being able to have a treatment this is when we use more conservative Conservative parameters, or somebody may have a slower wound healing response. Maybe we omit the needling. So it's not that uh, they can't have a treatment. We just need to be mindful and maybe have discussions with prescribing doctors if they're on medications or have discussions with other medical practitioners that they're involved with just to ensure that they're fine to have treatment. But the list of absolute no's, absolute contraindications is quite small for these styles of
2: treatments.
0: And Sarah, you'd agree with that in terms of candidates?
2: Yes. Everyone that came into the clinic that wanted the treatment, we were able to treat. And I think that's really important. But like Jess said, there's always going to be some clients that are going to be contraindicated. So we ensure before they book in for it, that we actually send them a list of contraindications first. And if they're not suitable for the treatment, then we obviously have other modalities within the clinic that we can actually offer. But otherwise, it's suited to so many different clients. But not only that, like I said, as a business owner earlier, the RF heat energy and also the RF microneedling means that you can then do a beautiful neck and decolletage treatments. So we had a client that actually booked in just to treat her neck and decolletage with those two factors. And we got such great results. And she was really, really happy and so happy she's actually coming back this year to do the tri lift on face. One area tends to sell the other.
0: Yeah, and it's so great that you can separate the hand pieces and then use it even on certain body indications. I'm wondering, does it do a little bit of a breast lift? <laughs>
1: um, look, radio frequency can be great on the decolletage We always suggest to be cautious with radio frequency around breast tissue because it tends to hold on to heat much easier than skin with a little less, you know, fatty deposits. I never suggest to use muscle stimulation around the chest area. So unfortunately we we likely have to go down the surgical route. Oh, the cheeky question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh goodness me you guys have been amazing you know i would love to end with just what's your three piece of advice anybody's looking to to into this technology or, or for a try lift in their clinic what do you suggest sarah
2: first and foremost look Look at the safety and efficacy that the technology can provide, which is amazing. Look at what your clients want as well. I think that's really, really key. And for me, partnering with a company like Luminous to continue the training of the way we provide the techniques is really, really key. And um, working with Jess has been such a pleasure. We didn't actually know each other beforehand, and I just love working with her. I love absorbing all of her knowledge about this technology and also about other technologies as well. So keeping up that clinical training is, is key because you're only as good as the treatments that you offer. And so if you're really good at the treatments that you offer, then the results actually speak for themselves. Oh, Beautifully said. And Jess,
0: what about you? What are your tips?
1: Before I get into my tips, I just want to say, I feel like Sarah's family at this point. <laughs> <laughs> as she said, we didn't know each other prior to working with Trilift. I was familiar with your business, but we hadn't met in person. So I think one of the biggest things is, as you said, when you're investing in technology, it's making sure that you have the support from, you know, the actual provider. So it's all well and good to have great technology. But if you don't have support from the sales team, which Sarah works very closely with, support from the clinical team, which is myself, then, you know, you can feel a little bit stranded. So, you know, ensuring that you're you're working with a company that suits your business structure is very important. But I think as well, you know, in terms of, Logistically, having a trial lift in the clinic, I think it's great to consider you know, is this a delegatable treatment? Is there other practitioners in the practice who can, you know, are are excited to perform the treatment? So um, I think that's a really big thing because, you know, if it was just Sarah performing the treatment all day, she's got no time for anything else. So I think one of the biggest things is how is this going to integrate into your business? As you said, you have to know that you've got clients who are really excited for this treatment, but, you know, therapists or journals or nurses who can perform it as well because you know, lift once it you know kicks into gear into the, in the clinic, it's very hard to stop patients from having it. So you want to ensure that we've got enough hands on deck to be able to do that. You know, speaking of other practitioners that have lift in New South Wales, uh, there's one who's quite prominent in New South Wales. And last time I came in for a little training follow-up, they had a client who missed her morning appointment. She thought that she was booked in in the afternoon. There was a little bit of a mix-up and they couldn't fit her in for three weeks because the lift was so booked, wow. which is obviously, it's a testament to not only the device but their practice because they're marketing it well they're ensuring that they're talking about it they're getting the great results to continue to have clients wanting to have it but that's the biggest thing you know we need to ensure that you have the hands on deck to be able to perform the treatment maybe the budget to have two (laughs) (laughs) taking off that heavily that's what she's considering because they have such a high demand for it so yeah you know sarah's really hit the nail on the head but this is just other little bits and pieces to consider
0: well, Sarah you might get a visit from me because I think you guys are only <laughs> convinced me to have a treatment for sure oh goodness thank you so much both for coming on our podcast today and obviously we're going to see Luminous and Sarah at our conference on the 19th of February in Sydney we are so excited that um, Luminous are gold sponsors and we cannot wait to hear more from your company and more about this amazing device thank you both for coming and thank you for listening everyone
1: Thanks, Stephanie. Thanks.
0: You've reached the end of another episode of the Beauty by ABIC podcast, your online support community for the aesthetic and beauty industry. Thank you for listening. And until next time, stay connected.